all to the Dot Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, TJ Marcus. Hey, joining me live in what we will be calling the Dot Comedy Studios. But I'm never alone with my boy, Joey LaFaro. Joe, say hello to the people. Hello, people. Oh, man. Oh, man. Joey, we're back again in a building. A Against all odds. Against all odds. We're not in the lab like we normally are. Huh? We're not in the lab like we normally are. No. This is a makeshift lab. Yeah. This, this is the meth lab outside the trailer in a tent. That's right. We're in the meth lab at that comedy studio. Uh, <laughs> man, we are joined by a special guest this week, Joey. Yes, we are. All right, our special guest this week, Mr. Chuck Bass. Chuck, welcome to the show. Yes, sirs. What's up, fellas? What's going on with you, man? We're going to have some fun this week, folks. We've been gone for a yeah. couple of weeks. We've been, as, as, a, as a rapper once said, we've been gone for a minute. Now we're back with the remix. So now we're back. We do it, doing things a little different, Joey. As you can see, I'm in my luxury apartment. Uh, <laughs> Trying not to be in the studio this week. I'm in your non-luxury apartment. I'm in your regular. You're in the studio, uh, adjacent to the studio. Uh, there was an incident in the Dot Comedy studio a couple weeks ago. Uh, the studio did flood. Uh, God it is trying to punish us. There was a shit storm. Yes. Was- <laughs> in, so, in some way, shape, or form, there was a shit storm. Um, God, is, God is punishing us. The there was first a, there time was- the studio burned down, that was the fire plague. This time it was by water. God is looking at the Dot Comedy podcast and going, y'all need to get the fuck out of there. Uh, so we're we, we we working on a new location. Uh, new new digs, a way to a way to make things a little better for everybody. But I am up in the uh, in the Hamptons uh, currently. I am uh, <laughs> I'm in my bungalow in the Hamptons, uh, as you can see my grand piano with the grand piano. I see it. I see it. There you go. Because I, I, I took a that, live risk. That must be a very very popular layout in the Hamptons. I've seen several uh, several that looked very similar. Several several yes. several guests have had. Some, it's a model home. You, know, you can't afford to live in anything but a model home up here. So. Is, it, is that a development up there that all has yes. the same layout? The the grand piano development. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna even lie though. Before he got on there, and I started seeing all the pixels and stuff. I was like, "Oh, look at look at DJ DJ getting that DJ money. Look at that. He getting that Mister Marcus money. That's Mister Marcus money. That ain't DJ <laughs> Marcus money. That's Mister Marcus money right there." Yeah, you can only get this type of luxury if you pull your dick out. I, I don't <laughs> that. Oh man, but yeah, man, it's been a week. It's been two weeks, Joey. I see OnlyFans has been good to you. Um, what? <laughs> it, it has. I made a couple dollars on OnlyFans. You know what I'm saying? And DJ on OnlyFans. Just look for me. I'm, I decided. DICJ Marcus. I decided I'm going to start a uh, an OnlyFans on my own, but I'm just going to be building IKEA furniture. Oh, yeah, you know women women like to watch you do that shit. Never, you never. A lot of shit. boys watching you do that shit. My OnlyFans <laughs> will be of me eating food. <laughs> That's my, my. I'll be going to places to eat food. Hey, that could work. There's some foodies out there that love that. that they'll they'll sit there. And be just as happy with that. If you, I, if you know, I'll I mean. surround myself. Look, I'll go to all the white places. I go to only where only white people eat, and I'll sit there and eat capers and sat, <laughs> salmon with capers and shit, and fucking 
crab imperial. <laughs> All right. Capers are fucking disgusting. I don't know who elected that food to be involved with anything. They're, Why they're, is that they're like nasty peas. I don't what, peas capers, good if you don't like relish. I don't like relish. So capers is the relish that I would eat without having them because relish is like pickled onions to me. Like yeah. I don't I don't, I don't like. I'll eat. I'll eat some relish. I don't mind relish, but capers is like. Ugh. Well, capers with the with the salmon and the on the bagel boy with the cream nah. cheese. Oh, you can tell I love the You can tell I know about How do you ruin a piece of salmon? Put capers on it. Well, cream cheese. You put that cream cheese on it, boy. With a with a, with a, any kind of bagel. I'll give you. You can get the worst kind of bagel with cream cheese and salmon and capers. That shit would seem like it's a thousand bucks. What uh -huh. Jews have you been hanging out with? <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of Jew in there. I, I, I'm I'm sensing a lot of Jew in there. Oh man, but man, you, you, you spend a lot of time Pikesville. Is that what's... <laughs> No, nah, I told you I used to live out Springfield, bro. I used to live out Burton, Virginia. Oh, okay. And they got a bagel. What's that with the bagels and company? Like when they first came out, they had like this bagel, this little bagel store. And I used to go there. And you know, all the little all the little white girls in between used to hit the little bagel spot. I used to I used to be all over there. You know what I'm saying? That's what I learned about capers at. This white chick introduced me to capers. I was like, bitch, I don't like relish. She was like, they love three peas. I was like, oh, all right, let me try them. You know what I'm saying? Yes, you know I had it on all my. Whenever I had a bagel with salmon, nigga, I had to add capers. Okay, okay, I'm feeling that. I'm, 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 I'm down with that. I can see, I can see that working out. I might try that myself one day. Anything happen you last week? I was stomach wrong. Huh? Anything happen you last couple weeks, Joe? Man, so on the way here, uh, my girlfriend decided to be evil and send me. She sent me two text messages. Hey, and then the second one was we will discuss later. I don't know what went through her mind that made her think that, that was okay. That is abuse. That is a that is boyfriend abuse. You cannot text me without context the phrase we will discuss later with with like not no photo, nothing. It was just hey, we will discuss later. I was yeah, like to like end this relationship, what is this? Is this a quit? Are you rage quitting? Yep. What's happening yep. right now? <laughs> That's exactly yeah, yeah. Hey, we're gonna talk about this when you get home. Huh? Oh, you definitely going home to black bags on the sidewalk, buddy. There's something <laughs> wrong. And then I literally called her because I'm like, the fuck we will. We're talking about this now. <laughs> I don't know what this is. <laughs> oh shit. It, it, was, was it an amicable conversation? Did it, uh... It was nothing. She just like, oh, by the way, we're going to this party, and uh, they want you. The my girlfriends want you to make wings again. Oh, what well, ain't shit? <laughs> apparently, apparently, she got to. She, so there's a birthday party for one of her friends tonight, and they're all uh, they're all there, and they were reminiscing about how delicious my wings were, and uh, wishing I, I had been able to make it. So. So it turned out to be something fucking great, but she fucking made it a disaster for 17 yeah. whole minutes. <laughs> she could have just said, hey, everybody misses your wings. Make Can you make them on X date? And we would have been good. Oh, no. nobody misses my pie, Joey? So I remember making specifically making a pie for your friends, for her friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I miss your pie, if that makes you feel better. I, I, you know, I, I don't <laughs> know if that came up. 
but that that is uh some friendship right there. <laughs> you don't understand. My girlfriend has like it's in her will, like she's left me to this group of friends. Like if something happens to her, they get me. I don't even have a choice in the matter. <laughs> all all over chicken wings. It was mostly over chicken wings. They just they don't even want me, they just want me to like be in the kitchen, like my grandma. Like I would just be like wings and dick. Like all I would be yep. good for. Yep. Wings and yep. Yep. Can it be that? And I can't Can even it? like be down about it because like 20 year old me would have been like, fuck yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Shit. 40 year old me is like, fuck yeah. I'm with that. <laughs> <laughs> 38 year old me is like, hell motherfucking yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many flavors it is, man? Like, come on, man. Like, I've been to America's Best Wings. Man. There's a moon dust, bitch. I can try to make a moon dust, bitch. I got you. <laughs> I make all my sauces from scratch. You know what I'm talking about? Let's do it. Oh, man. Oh, man. Anything happen to you this Three week? Three onions. Vitamix. Sauce. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that is hilarious. Yeah. So, anything happen to you this week, Chuck? Bro, I had a pretty decent week, man. I, I, uh, I it started in uh, the Virginia Beach Funny Bone, okay. uh, getting to hang out with Michael Collier for a little while. All right. And uh, I don't know if you guys know, but uh, Red Grant running for mayor of DC. Yeah. Right now, and uh, I've been able to attend a couple of his events. I've been invited to a couple of his events. Uh, I, I, so, so, so last week I went to one of his events and when you get there and you donate to the, to, to the campaign, they give you a shirt, right? So I'm going to show you how the shirt goes. They give you, they give you a shirt, right? It's team red, you know what I'm saying? Team red, you know what I'm saying? This is the shirt they give you. But it's a one X, right? And I'm like, yo, I'm a he's a two X dude, you know what I'm saying? He's a two X. So I'm looking, I'm I'm trying to get them to find me a two X red. I can't find it. They like, nah, you gotta, you know, we're gonna have to order you one. So I give them my my information, right? And I'm like, all right, let me get one. And then so they end up giving me this one, right? Boom, this one right here, right? And I'm like, oh, wow. You know, that's cool. I'm with it. I like it. You know what I'm saying? I wear red crap for me. You know what I'm saying? But I want a red one. I I, I want a big red one. So yeah. they put me on to the campaign manager, right? His name Rob Wood. I see him. He a big brother. He a real big brother like me. And he got on a big red joint. So I'm like, all right. Let me talk to Rob. I'm going to give me a big red t-shirt. He say, See me tomorrow. This is Tuesday. So Wednesday, did he do a show at, at the DC Improv? And all of the comics down there, everybody down there. So when I get down there, I see Rod. And I say, Rod, I'm here with my T-shirt. I need it. He say, go downstairs to the front. Sorrow got you. The young lady, her name's Sorrow. She got your shirt. Ask her for it is right there. Her name and is Sorrow. Get the shirt. And this the fuck? 
I was like, y'all really trying to get me out here. This man got you fucked up. Chuck, this this is this is just he just fucking with you now. So here's the thing. Every time, every time they do one of these, right? They only order one 3X shirt. And what he's telling you is I'm the guy that gets the 3X shirt. (laughs) As soon as you started this story, I knew there was gonna be some big person that already had the 3X shirt. The fact that it's the campaign manager who's supposed to be able to order more is even more hilarious. Wow. So, hold on. To cap it off, though, I end up doing a pride show over the weekend, right? Okay. And I'm doing a pride show over the weekend. Me and Woo I don't know if you know Woo uh out of Baltimore, Woo the comedian. Yeah. That lady, she's super funny. I'm closing the show out and I'm decked out, you know. And apparently, there's this guy, <laughs> there's this guy looking at me perform, sucking the hookah so hard that everybody notices that the bubbles inside the hookah is coming up in the hookah. <laughs> I'm trying my damnedest to not make eye contact with this dude. <laughs> Because I'm the only dude in there. It's nothing but women. So I know at this pride event, he assuming that I am more than pride friendly. And I'm like, nah, I'm just here to make you laugh, my guy. Please, I'm just an ally. Just an ally. Please stop trying to suck a watermelon through that goddamn. <laughs> you don't got to impress me, buddy. <sighs> I had to tell Woo to be like, yo, can you go tell that dude that I'm 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 straight, dog? Like I uh, I don't I don't I don't swing that way. He can, he can wow. breathe, he can really breathe. I'm gonna do that. It's okay. <laughs> hey bro, stop being so performative. He's not that serious, man. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was fun. I had fun. Oh man, of shows. Uh, I did the Artemis in DC last night, and uh, Google is evil. Google took me down a back alley to get there. <laughs> so I'm like walking down this back alley. Of course, I see like four rats, and I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get eaten by rats. This is the end of my story. <laughs> I'm gonna eat my rats in this alley because like this is. And why is Google take like it, this is not the only way? It's just the way it chose to take me. Like it could have walked <laughs> me down the side of the street. No. Make a left and go down the alley fucking behind the thing. And then I turn and to my right, what do I see? But I see this. Look at this motherfucking freaky ass shit show. What is that? What is that? There's a door with bars and there's a sign that says tourists that's lit. Oh. It says right tourists? It says tourists. Tourists. That is um, dead end. The movie. <laughs> right so like this is like multiple levels of fucked up right because <laughs> all right i have to walk down the alley to get to this and then see it who is this for what weirdo <laughs> is wandering down that alley sees who, that who, who's behind the door joey that's what i want to know <laughs> 
No, no, that's what I'm saying, right? This is too is too fucked up, right? Because like, imagine the person that would would even knock on that door. Like, how desperate? You? Like, there is no level of desperation that like I I would sleep with the rats on the street before I go knock on that door. That is a hot there. I, I, unless I'm like walking down the street one day and I'm just like, you know, it'd be really great if I could get tortured and have my dick cut off and shoved in the side of my neck. That's the only reason I would knock on that door. Yo, that has hostile written all over it. Yeah, yeah. There's clearly a guy with like a, a wearing a belt around his mouth. And he's been sharpening a knife. For yes, weeks. yes. Or, or a fortune teller with, with, with a crystal ball. And a secret, a secret back door, like like the Saw Man is also a part of the 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 crew. Like the dude from Saw, the little clown from Saw, is probably also like they probably tag teaming in that joint. Like that shit has that shit had like it it should not be open. You probably the only person that saw that, and you got a picture <laughs> of it. And I bet you that it's not there now. If we all walk back there, it's not there now. It's gone. I just can't get over the fact that there's a sign that says just says tourists. Tourist. Not tourists here. Like like it's like such a poorly laid trap, right? Like it's just <laughs> Meanwhile, there's just some guy standing behind there with like a leather apron with like a glory hole in it. <laughs> Yeah. Like, where the fuck am I? <laughs> yeah, you, you, if you're knocking that door, you would have died. Like, if, yeah, you definitely, that door. you're definitely no longer a tourist, but a part of the landscape after that. <laughs> <laughs> wow, yeah. DC is a weird place, man. DC, yeah, I've I lived there, I've lived here my whole life. I've never seen that place ever. <laughs> I've never seen nothing like yeah, it. Nothing. You know why? Because you don't wander down back alleys on your own accord, only when Google no. tells you to. Yeah, no, that's a lie. That's a lie because I seen my first three legged dog walking, gallivanting down an alley by accident and shit. So, yeah, that's <laughs> like alleys in DC are pretty fucking special. Like yeah. Baltimore, Baltimore alleys are a different breed. But DC alleys, I'm telling you, like you was worried about getting eaten by the rat. The rat was definitely scared of you because the Chinese people down there are cooking them because yeah. they're massive. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, that that is that was stir fry. Like, you got a better what? shot of getting eaten by squirrels in DC because <laughs> the squirrels in DC come all the way up to you like they people and shit. Oh, shit. <laughs> Joey, Joey's cool. running the stream. How he Yo, jump off? The lady with the now, the lady the with the tarot cards. Yo, she <laughs> should be coming. She about to get his ass. She coming to get him. Oh, Joey. She coming to get Joey. Yeah, he's Joey just back in that Joey will look outside his window. That same building will be right outside his window. <laughs> <laughs> now it had moved. It had moved all the way up to College Park. <laughs> it's like I'm not even in the alley no more. You don't need to be. <laughs> this, is, this is your life now. Every time, every time Joey opens the door from now on, it's gonna be that. Bro, he's gonna be the door. only person that's gonna be able to see that building for the rest of his life. <laughs> nobody else, nobody else, and nobody else ever is going to be able to find that place. Only it was off of 14th Street, is all I can tell you. Oh, that's even worse because that is that. That well, that used to be in old DC. That was not a place where you want to gallivant. 
Joey's definitely lucky he's in a gentrified DC because that is that was a crack house. Yeah, uh, it, it, was it was very <laughs> evident by the number of homeless people asking people for change that I was in a gentrified area because there was <laughs> I was like, all the houses are new, but all, all, the, all the people asking for change are really old. So <laughs> they've been there for a while. Yo, <laughs> yo, if you watch South Park, yo, I'm telling you, once you give a homeless person money, dog, it seemed like they just seem to all come to the same spot. That's all that was. That was just a gentrified neighborhood that gave one person homeless some money and he told all his boys that this is where we need to hang out at to get some cash. This what this what a new white's at. This lady could not wait to tell me that my headlights were still on. Just trying to be as helpful as she could be in the hopes that she could have a positive interaction. And I crackhead came up to me at the at the Wawa, and I knew she was going to ask me for change, so I kept trying not to make eye contact with her. And and then my pump got fucked up, and she's like, "Oh damn, baby, you look like you hit Supreme." The fuck? <laughs> I'm at the pump. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck?" Nah, yo, I hate the, I hate the, I hate the the bums that be coming up to you while you paying for something. Like, mm. <laughs> like you go into your wallet, you go into your wallet, you pull out a card. When they see the little dollar bill hanging out, they be like, yo, can I get a can't, can't get a dollar? Hey. Like, yo, that's the last dollar I got, man. I just lie. I say I, I don't carry cash. Like, I, I don't intentionally <laughs> carry cash, but sometimes cash ends up in my wallet. And by principle, I just say I don't have I don't have change. See, I, 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 keep, like I keep one dollar in my wallet. That's exactly what I was about to say. I keep a dollar in my wallet just to be like I got money. That's yeah. it. Yeah, that, that makes me feel better. That may that means oh, I'm not. I probably got fifteen to twenty on me, but that that's emergency funds. That that doesn't exist as far as I'm concerned. It's not Joey's me. lying. Joey's <laughs> lying because I watched Joey give. I watched Joey give all his time to some dude in a wheelchair that was trying to get us to join his basketball league as two able bodies. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck he, that guy was trying to do. He was trying to take a selfie. He wanted us to like. <laughs> He had too many instructions. I was trying to, I was, like, he was only, he wasn't even asking for money. That's what the weird part. That's what he pissed me off. I couldn't leave because he wasn't asking for money. He was just, he just wanted some attention. And me and Joey was two gullible leg, leg people that decided to stop and be sorry for the fact that he was in a wheelchair. We left him talked about he played basketball and asked us if he was trying to play. I was like, no, we, we got to go. He's like, you need to go to this. Like, I was like, all right, what's your social media? I'll give you a shout out. We did a selfie or whatever. And then he's like, here, here's my business card. Call my team's manager and sign up for our newsletter. And I was like, nah, you got too many steps here. Yeah, you've you exceeded, you exceeded the free help that I'm willing to give. Yo, 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 that, that shit. I, I was like, I was like, every time he would look away, I would look at Joe and be like, yo, Joe. Chuck was trying to have a telepathic conversation with me so hard, and I was—it was not working. I was like, "Yo, we gotta go, man! Stop talking to him." Joey just kept being helpful. He just kept being helpful 
to him and shit. Help him to the fact that he wanted to hear. He just wanted to hear some nice shit. And Joey just kept saying the nice shit. Like, he had been so much, get out of my face, leave me alone. I don't want to hear that. Or just people ignoring him. Joey finally gave him, yes, okay. Well, he wrote up to us. Here's the part. He rode up to us with no shirt on, and we should have known better. Oh, yeah. shit. Damn. In a wheelchair with then no shirt on. Jersey on. But then, then, he, yeah, then he put his jersey on, and we took we took a selfie with him. And it was a cool selfie. So I was just trying to get his info so we could just send him the <laughs> selfie. That's all I wanted to do. But then it was like turned into, like, call this number and talk to my manager about this thing. You know, like, you can donate. There's a, the kids that need help with this. Yeah, so like, yeah. <laughs> Oh, he hit y'all with the whole flim flam. Yeah, y'all. Oh. Hey, yo, it was, yo, it was. He was about to come out. He was about to pull out a donation bucket, bro. Oh my goodness! He was supposed to find it. Like he, he was in a wheelchair, bro, and it wasn't one there. But I know he had one somewhere on him that he was about to pull out. On. Oh, shit. I've never been to a wheelchair basketball game. I wanted to go to one, and like he made it really hard. Like he, I was, I was <laughs> down with all the things he was saying, except for. You need to call this weird fucking number and, and go to this website shit. Like I was like, as soon as you don't have an Instagram, I'm over you. I'm not yeah. talking to you. Right. You're making this right. too hard. It's not that like just have an Instagram for your team or something. And then I'll follow it, I'll post it, we'll go on, we'll be adjacent in our lives. Like we'll 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 you can support comedy, we'll support wheelchair basketball. It'll make no sense, but it'll be fun. No, you ruin it by making me call a phone number I was never gonna call. Yo, that was oh. uh, yeah, that was I think that was the final straw right there for Joe. It was it was it was the numbers. Like he had given us everything and it was the number. It was it was when he was like, call his number and you talk to the Nigerian prince and shit. He got you. you know it wasn't just a vote over. There were steps. He had other instructions that I don't remember. It was like, call this number, answer the riddle of the Sphinx, and then you yeah. get to, you press three, and then you'll get to Karen. And Karen was going to ask you for the manager, but you tell her you don't have the manager. And then you press four, and then you get to talk to the Almighty Dragon. And then the Almighty yeah. Dragon will give you some tickets. Yep, that's exactly how it went down. You with the Wizards? He was like, you was with the Wizards? I told him I was with the <laughs> Oh, that shit was fantastic. Yo. Oh man, exciting weeks, man! It, 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 working in comedy is probably the funnest gig because you get to you get to meet some of the strangest and craziest people uh, dealing yeah. with you guys. Last how many years have been on the road with you? Joey? Oh, speaking of crazy people, I finally met the infamous Tom Mango. Okay, who is that? So apparently there's this cat who's been going around DC, he's been running shows, and his like his like cousin who like works at Eventbrite. So his shit always got listed high and he always had packed ass houses. He was running, I think, Heaven and Hell for a little while. Mm -hmm. And then he had a fight with like the DJ who was like the bartender's son or something, <laughs> and they canceled the whole thing. But like apparently the dude's like nuts. He was just like so I I had never heard of him, and then like I started hearing stories about him, but like I never ran into him. Wow. And then I finally saw him at this show, at Alex's show on Saturday at Sally's. And I, he was every bit, I, 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 I was waiting for like him to have a Michael Richard esque meltdown. Like, it just seemed <laughs> like he was teetering on that edge. Uh, okay. What's his name again? Tom Mango. Tom, Tom Mango. Mango. Is he a Mango, Mango. Bill, Bill, Bill Avocado? 
No. <laughs> I don't believe so. <laughs> this man said something about coming, Jesus coming back and then said, I have a holy sock on my dick. And then said, I haven't told that joke in a while. And then I said to myself, I don't think that technically qualifies as a joke. I don't think <laughs> you reconstructed the parts necessary to formulate a joke. You have a weird factoid that no one wanted to hear. Facts. That is exactly it. That is. Wow. Oh, speaking yeah. of jokes, Joey, I was coerced by Joey LaFaro and Jesse Reeves. The word coerced. Uh, I will be performing my first stand-up set. What this week at comedy shows near me at McGinty's uh, Public House in downtown? What? That's what's up during the open mic session. I've, I've That's been, what's up. I've been around That's comedians long enough. I think it's time for me to be funny on my own. Facts. Uh, so, That's what's up. Congrats, so bro. That make sure I, I, I hope I what, what this is this week. Yeah, this Thursday. Yeah, this Thursday. Uh, if I can make it, I'm coming down for sure. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you putting pressure on yourself publicly for your yeah. first open mic. Season. Yeah, that is yeah, that's how you, <laughs> you do it. it. That's how you do it. You could have like not said anything, and then if you didn't want to do it, it would no one would have known. But now everyone's gonna know that you're a little bitch if oh, you don't do it's, it. It's, so, it's, now that you got him up, like if, if I come to that bitch, I'm bringing. I told you the next time I come, Joey, I'm bringing Sam. I'm bringing Maria Sanchez. Like, we're going to come down there. We're going to come down there and gang up on your funny. If that shit whack, you know what I mean? Like, ah, Mr. Marcus need to go fuck bitches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, I told my girlfriend I was doing comedy. She was like, oh, you doing another thing? And then she, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I guess, I guess I do too much shit. Uh, so, yeah. What does it even mean? Because... You, th you think, like, I've never expressed to her that I was going to do comedy. Mm. Like, I say it in passing on the podcast when we had comedians on. Where I was like, yeah, I could go up there and tell some jokes. And I'm like, yeah, I'm halfway lying. But then then when I get the pressure and I'm like, you know what? This this came from uh, Senor Rivas and, and Joey Joey Eastern Block LaFaro. And I need, my, I need to go up and do my best time and make sure these people really know who the funny is in dot comedy. Because uh, it's... it's <laughs> Joey done stole my jokes too many times. It's time for me to tell my own jokes. So that that's, funny. that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. That's oh, funny. Yeah, bro. That's that's what's up. Get up. The, the first step is getting up there, bro. It took me. I had been writing for a couple of like at least I want to say at least four years before I finally built up enough gumption to just get up there in front of my my hero, Mike Brooks. The first time I ever did it was in front of my hero. Oh, and wow. everything I thought I was going to say, I didn't say. Nothing <laughs> I thought I was going to say, I said. I ended up talking about fucking smegma, nigga. <laughs> smegma, nigga. How I ended up talking about smegma, my first wow. time on stage is fucking crazy to me. <laughs> but that's what I ended up talking about. <laughs> hey, I, I, and I, I just need to get, I need to knock it off, do, do what I need to do. Get up there and then see how see how it feels when I'm up there. I think I called it dick cheese. I was like, oh, that's why people call people dick cheese. That's a smack <laughs> Oh God. 
that was like, and that was in a competition too. Like, I don't oh, know. That's probably the worst. That might have been the worst thing that night too. Now that I think about it. Wow. <laughs> but that shit was fun though, bro. And I, I was, I was addicted immediately. I was addicted. I was addicted to the fact that everybody there was looking at me. Okay. That shit. That shit just took me. Took me away. I was like, "Oh shit! I could, I can get everybody's attention without, like, having to really show my ass. I could just show my talent. Like, yeah, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try this shit for real. Let me really attack this shit. Okay, okay, all right. That's gonna be me this week, Thursday. We get this public house, but we're gonna take a quick break, folks. DJ Market Show, the Faro Chuck Bass in the building. We're gonna take a break, Joey. We're gonna, we're gonna sit down with Chuck Bass, man. It's the first time on the yeah. podcast. We're going to have a little sit down with him and see, just, just get him, him introduced to the Dot Comedy family. And we'll be back in a minute with more fun and more thrills on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Come on. Come on. And we are back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. This segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by Comedy Shows Near Me every Thursday at McGinty's Public House in downtown Silver Spring. Comedy Shows Near Me puts on a fantastic showcase of district comedy as well as nation comedy, man. We got people from all over the country coming and hanging out with us some weeks. You never know who's going to be there. Come on by. Comedy Shows Near Me every Thursday. Doors open at 7.30. Show starts at 8. Comedy Shows Near Me. Oh, man, and we're back in the Dot Comedy Podcast. Joey LaFaro, DJ Marcus, and our special guest this week, Mr. Chuck Bess. Joey. I saw your face when I started playing this song. You know this song? No. No? So BSOP is by uh, UCB, or the Uncalled For Band. It's probably about, I want to say, 15 years now old. Is that because is uh, Gogo is always uncalled for? Ooh. See? <laughs> see, see, you know what, Joey? That would cause for me and you to get in the ring at CPMMA, who does sponsor the CPMMA Fight Line here on the Dot Comedy Podcast, where you get to, where you get to see our guests live and get them in the studio, even though they're not in here to live with us. CPMMA, get yourself some fight on today. Oh man, but yeah, Joey, we got a guest this week, man. Yes, we do. Yeah, Mr. Chuck Best. Chuck Best, welcome to the Dot Comedy Podcast. Hey guys, thank y'all, man. Again, thank y'all for having me, man. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, long man. overdue, long overdue. You know, you know what's crazy, Chuck? I was telling, I was telling Joey earlier, like I was trying to figure out who you were because since <laughs> we haven't had you on the podcast, and I know I've probably seen you in plenty of shows and shit around the area, but yeah. I was like, does Chuck, uh, does Chuck drive taxis? And Joey's like, I don't know what his day job is, and I was like, because I knew a guy named Bess that drove my taxi. And around the time when, like, I got his number in my phone, Chuck came up as a person I should know 
on Facebook. And I was like, is that my, is that the the driver? (laughs) Or is it somebody else? Let me tell you what's funny about that. What is it? It's because the guy that was driving your cab, his name was probably Herbert Best. Really? And that's my grandfather. No, he was young. He was young. The Diamond Cab Company. If you was getting in a Diamond Cab, if you was getting in a Diamond Cab, Mm-hmm. My grandfather was the president of the company, and oh, it wow. ran out of my grandfather's house. Oh wow! Wow! Who just passed away this year, and oh. he was that. I, I I guarantee you, if it was a diamond cab, it was my grandfather that was your that was your cab driver. My cab driver. Oh yep. wow! Now I can't I can't say it was because it was in Baltimore. I don't remember the, the company name that was on that was on the cabs. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a younger guy, though, from what I remember. Oh, okay. He was a younger guy. Wouldn't surprise me. Family, I got, I got, I got, I got family driving cabs right now. So oh, okay. that's crazy, though. It's but it, it was weird how it's weird how it came out because I was like, I don't really want to like, I don't want to cross that personal business relate personal business relationship. <laughs> I, never, I never like said yes to the friend request. <laughs> For like a minute, and then I moved out of Baltimore, and then I said, "Like, yeah, I'll start. I'll start. I'll be friends with him now." <laughs> so, I was like, "Oh shit, he does comedy." Yeah, <laughs> so, hold so, up, a guy, and I'm like, "Oh no, that's not him." <laughs> you saw me a lot at Sonoma's when y'all used to be at Sonoma's a lot. Okay, I when I had it was before I got married. I got married in 2017, and when okay. I got married, I was I made the choice to try to start a family, and yeah. I kind of went hard off comedy for like two or three years just to make sure I got my life together to start a family. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Awesome, man. So so speaking of comedy, man, how long you been in the game? Uh, this I'm going into my eighth year. Eight years. years. Yeah. So so you, so, so, so you took time off in 2017. Yeah. 2017 through like 2019. Okay. Kind of, I got hit by a car in the process, all kinds Damn. of good shit. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. but, but I mean, I mean yeah. hey, that, that's part of life. It happens sometimes. You, you're better. That's right. Well, that's all we can say. Here's the thing: you can only say it's part of life when people get better from that shit. You don't. Right. Exactly. The, see, the ones that live always get better. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> when you live, it always gets better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When you die, <laughs> you <get> <laughs> Oh man, but yeah, man. So, so you've been doing comedy since since uh for eight years. So, so what in comedy got you into it? What was it, what was your thing that went? You know what? I'm gonna start doing this funny thing. Um, I had I had been you know writing like little tiny jokes to my. I was always interested in writing, but uh, honestly, honestly, bro, uh, Gerard Carmichael had a special in 2014. And it came out in that summer. And watching that special, I'm not going to even lie to you, I said to myself, I got him. <laughs> I was like, I know I'm funnier than this dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, I'm not, and I'm not even, I, I bullshit you not, but that's just how, at that time, like if you see the first book I started writing in as far as wanting to do my first set the first page says the day i can't remember the day but it says watching gerard carmichael said blue ink <laughs> like watching gerard carmichael on hbo 
I know I can do this. And I said, it was like a day in the summer. And I picked my birthday the next, so, like, I gave myself, like, five months to kind of get it together and shit. And I was, the first time I performed was at Martini's and, um, and Fort Washington, Maryland, and Mike okay. Brooks was the host. And that's, 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 that started the whole shebang of bang. Awesome, man. Awesome, man. Hey, hey man, you, you got to start somewhere. And being funded in uh, Gerard Carmichael, uh, not a big task that he ain't funded in. Uh, <laughs> the longer I've been in comedy, the more I realized that was a that was a very low bar to try to reach. You know that was a low bar. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, I'm not nothing against him. But that's that. Like he really, like he he gave me the he put the battery in my back of uh, competition, saying to myself, "Yo, I know I'm better than this guy." Yeah, definitely, man, definitely. Oh man! Exactly so what happened when we started Dot Comedy? Everybody said, "If Joey could do that, I could do that." Now we have <laughs> show. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got, hey, hey, Joe, you got to inspire somebody some kind of way. You know what I'm saying? It can't be the looks. You know what I'm saying? It can't always be the looks. It can't always be the, you know what I'm saying? It got to sometimes okay. be the fact that you just was first. I'll let, the, I'll let the haters, I'll let the haters be the, uh, be the, be the way I'm remembered. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. So, so in comedy, what do you, what else are you looking forward to doing, man? I mean, there is, there's acting, there is, there's TV shows, there's there's all types of a- avenues out there beyond this comedy thing. You just what you're looking to do with it, man. I just started really thinking about that because for the longest time I only wanted to be great at stand-up. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to be really great at stand-up. I wanted to be known for that part. But the more I start to do more things as far as skits and start seeing my peers put together skits and things that I know that I can contribute to. I know that I know that I can change characters. I know that that I can I can be somebody different and shine at it. You know what I'm saying? So acting and getting in the shows and things like that, I can totally see. And I could just totally see like my my real my my I call it my part-time, but my real job I'm a maintenance supervisor. Like I've been a maintenance man for 20 years on Section 8 property. So mm-hmm. like I got a a nice little storage space of the 2022 version of the PJs in my head. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, like I got yeah. that, I got that kind of vibe in my head that I know I could kind of tap into. So you know, hopefully these avenues, uh, hopefully comedy opens up the avenues of extras, you know what I'm saying, that I'm just starting to really want to get into. Okay. Awesome, man. Definitely, man. We're going to keep a lookout for you. we definitely going to put you, put you on the map. Anything new you do and anything you're doing now, we that comedy is definitely going to be on Team Best. Just, uh, just yes, trying sir. to get you out there, my friend. Um, it's going to be straight out of shape. Y'all going y'all gonna to see straight out of shape everywhere. It's going to be okay. straight out of shape plates, straight out of shape cups, bumper stickers. Um, it's going to be I got to, as soon as I get the copyright uh, information, like I, I got to get the copyright done for the design. Once I get those done, it's going to be straight out of shape everywhere. I'm a, like, I'm going to be like the, the, the master P of comedy. I'm going to put stickers on stop signs. <laughs> like, is, everywhere. This, 
So this is your personal brand, or is this a brand for the project you were talking about? This is my personal brand. Okay. okay. Personal brand. Straight out of shape entertainment. Straight out of shape. Like awesome. we got a little team. I, I'm trying to like Maria, Maria Sanchez, Sam. Like straight out of shape is a a, a branch off of She More Funny and that crew. You know what I'm saying? Because oh. Ray, Diva, Woo Woo, Maria, Dilo, all kind of took me in. Especially when I jumped back in because I got a divorce. You know what I'm saying? I no longer married, so. That life that I started to build, trying to build a family, I get to now use as disposable income. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so now, and, and when I jump back in, Maria, Maria, Jamar Darnell out DC, they kind of helped me jump back in, and Maria been taking me under her wing and kind of just put me put me back on the path that I was on before I really decided to do something like go into starting my family and shit. Okay. So, like that, that my my straight out of shape brand is always going to be a product of that she more funny crew. That's man, awesome. That is awesome, man. That's definitely awesome, man. So we uh, so um, you can hang out with us the rest of the episode, man. No doubt, no doubt. I'm going yeah, to Joe, we've been getting some of these topics, man. Yeah, man. Uh, lots of going on. Obviously, the Roe v. Wade stuff. Uh, People don't know how to act outside. A whole bunch of people doing wild stuff. Uh, there's a there's a pending report that uh, weed might be dangerous for your health. <laughs> it's curious how 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 the Supreme Court gets uh, gets really conservative, and all of a sudden weed's bad again. I, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's the way this shit goes. We're gonna hit that. Uh, questionable. Uh, there's also some new news about the January 6th riot that came out. So uh, we got some we got some stuff to, to, to look at. All right, Batman, we're going to get into that and a whole bunch more. You know how Doc Comedy does it. We ain't just going down one rabbit hole. We're going down all the holes. Uh-huh. But we'll be back with <laughs> more thrills in a minute. Only Not all the holes, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just got rich. Took a broke nigga bitch. I can make a broke bitch rich. But I don't fuck a broke bitch. Hey, and we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro, our special guest this week, Mr. Chuck Best. And this segment right here is brought to you by Tappy Card. Get yourself a Tappy Card and you can move into the 21st century just like Dot Comedy because Dot Comedy has theirs. Joey LaFaro, do you like using your Tappy Card, my friend? Uh, yeah, whenever it's in my wallet, which is not presently true. Of course it's not, because that would be good sponsorship uh, branding. Uh, Comedy only does that on occasion. Uh, Tabby Carl, uh, if you're looking for a way, uh, this is this is the, this is what the pitch they've sent me. If you're looking for a way to get your information out there, and you're tired of old-fashioned business cards, and you want to use mobile access to get your information to the people you need to get it to, Get yourself a tappy card. If you use the you dot want to carry a card, get a tappy dot and get a little dot and put it on the back of your phone, and then it'll do the scanning scan. There you go. And if oh, you see that, that definitely sounds like something I want to be a part of. I think I want oh, to do it. Right. I'm getting that RF. comedy link, you will receive. Uh, was it 10% off, Joey? It, no, it's not. 
No, no percent off. Okay. Uh, use the dot com <laughs> link so we can credit. Uh, just like a, a second grade math test. Uh, we just do it for credit. Uh, <laughs> support our damn show. Damn it. <laughs> Why we got to discount everything? Hey, man. I, 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 I asked for the discount, but Mr. Marcus over there slinging discounts and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad to take it. You know? Remove his product. Ain't no discounts on his product. <laughs> oh my goodness. And we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. But if we're going to get in these trending topics, Joe Lafaro, what is going on in the world, my friend? Uh, so while we were out, uh, some weird stuff went down at the uh, Capitol. Uh, okay. Robert Schmeagel and eight staffers for the late show with Stephen Colbert reportedly arrested at the Capitol building on June 16th. Okay. Uh, if you're not familiar with Robert Schmeagel, uh, the SNL uh, cartoon sketches, the TV Funhouse sketches, he he does those. He, he also does the voice. Yeah, he also does the voice, or also works on the, the uh, comic. He triumph the insult comic dog, which is oh. which is recording a segment at the Capitol building, and uh, they had permission, but after a little while, some of the uh, some of the the, the uh, governance people got a little upset that they were still there. <laughs> yeah, for real, they locked up tribe the insult comic dog. On Wednesday, June 15th, Thursday, June 16th, Triumph the Insult Comic Dog was on site the Capitol production team to record interviews for a comedy segment on behalf of The Late Show. Their interviews at the Capitol were authorized and prearranged the congressional aides of the members interviewed. After leaving the members' offices on their last interview of the day, the production team stayed to film stand-ups and other final comedy elements in the halls when they were detained by Capitol Police. So earlier you was like congressional staff invited them. That was the Democrats that invited them. <laughs> that was the Democrats. <laughs> the Republicans got wind of that shit and called the police on his ass. That's what happened. That's what happened. reportedly seen filming near the offices of California's Kevin McCarthy and Colorado's Lauren Boebert. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe. Maybe. Two of the insurrectionist bets right there. That's yeah. it. That guy. That guy. So Triumph was really, he was about to go in. Especially yeah. on Lauren, Lauren Bobert's ass. That bitch is a, yo, that bitch is a train wreck on <laughs> heels, yo. That bitch is the worst, bro. Like, yeah. This bitch got a, they got a, this bitch got a, she got a fucking uh, restaurant in fucking wherever she from. Where's she from, Joey? Uh, damn! I looked away. <laughs> <laughs> well, she wherever she from, she had a restaurant, right? And they they kicked her out. It's called Shooters, right? Colorado, Colorado, Colorado. Shooters. It's called Shooters. Mind you, we know Shooters was something completely different. Like I wish Shooters every day because I'm from DC, and since 1997, Shooters been a fucking brand that we wear. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But where she's from, Shooters. She gives her fucking waitresses loaded fucking weapons. And they just <laughs> walk around with loaded fucking weapons because she's a fucking gun toting nut. Wow. But they just kicked her out. Like they just evicted her. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Sounds about right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It is oh, right. That was the, 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 I'm tired of separating church and state. That bitch. Yes, bro. She's oh, a wow. fucking train wreck, bro. Like she's a. 
She she is one of the people that probably asked for a pardon because she definitely didn't want Biden to win either. She's from wow. Florida. They let her out. They let her out of Florida. Bro, you gotta see her pictures, yo. Look at the pictures of her before she became a congresswoman, yo. She was a whole thought. <laughs> <laughs> she was a whole kind thought, bro. That's no bullshit. She I, got I big ass, she got big ass jugs. And them drinks used to be out all the time. She got motherfucking uh I know she got a she got a video out. It's videos of this bitch out, like you know, some scantily clad. Like, this became a congresswoman. Ugh. She ran on the right side. And I was like, oh all right, yeah. She, yeah she, she, she ran on the right, she ran on the right talking points. She, yep. you, you get the job when you when you talk to the right people. And yeah, when her left right. her left and right boob did a lot of the talking too. They was like Hey, that's hey. Left cheek, right cheek. On her, on her, on her, on her, on her ball, on her titty balls. Like it was a couple of people just all on her titty balls for a long time. Wow. So her, uh, so her middle name is Opal. Her spouse's <laughs> name is Jason with a Y, and her son's name is Caden. Yeah, she is. Is, a, is Jason yeah. with a Y black? Oh, and I'm she had an abortion. She had an abortion. Yeah, abortion. Now, I'm gonna put allegedly on there because I'm is I I can't remember if that is complete fact, but I I'm almost sure that there is a article out about her being a hypocrite about abortion because she has had one herself. Wow. Oh no, her husband's a giant white man. Okay. Oh shit. See, most Jason's like white or black. <laughs> Hey Marcus, look, she definitely her pre her pre Congresswoman pictures definitely look like she was a Mister Marcus not dog. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, right. no bull. She she looked like she could have been in a a X a XX NX video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got a booty talk fifteen. Every time she was, in you know, what I'm talking about just. She, she might there might be a Bobert tag on Pornhub. That's all I'm saying. It might be a tag on Pornhub for Bobert. Wow. Like, this is like fucking Sarah Palin 2.0. Yeah, yeah, that's no, bro. That is a perfect example. She is the 22 version of Sarah Palin. 22 okay. version of Sarah. That's facts. We didn't need more than one. Oh, good lord. What well, hold you go? Click down, Joey. <laughs> No, I, nothing. I, I I was moving on because I can't I can't anymore. Um, <laughs> All right, what else going on, Joe? Hey, look, see the glasses, nigga. You don't know that I know that type of shit. I tricked all the motherfuckers with that. They was like, "Oh, this nigga is very in suit in their fucking politics." You got more information than I do. I know who she was. It look like I don't know the word of suit, motherfuckers, but I do. Uh. In vivid detail, under the bright light of the House January 6th committee's hearing room, a former West Wing aide described the final furious and violent hours of President Trump's funeral <laughs> campaign to cling to power by all means available to him. Uh, Her name's Cassidy Hutchinson. Hutchinson. Yeah. Cassidy Hutchinson served as a senior aide to then White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, detailed outbursts of rage from the Trump the day he urged supporters to march the Capitol. I don't effing care what the, that they have weapons, Trump fumed, and urging aides to take down the magnetometers near the White House before the address 
stop this at a stop the steal rally. Hutchinson testified, they're not here to hurt me. Take the effing mags away. Listen, do you understand what you just read, Joey? Listen, this yes. motherfucker says that these fuckers, I know they have guns. I know they have knives. Take the metal detectors away. Let me down there because I know they're not going to kill me, but I want to help them kill everybody else. Right. <laughs> yep. He also, uh, she also recollected, he said, I am the effing president. Take me up to the Capitol now. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's because he was in the limo. He was in the limo. Yeah. And they told him, this is what they told him. They said, look, bro, if you go down to the Capitol, knowing what we know, we all know that they got guns and shit. We know Yo, this. What the fuck? They knew this. So they're saying, if we let you go down there, Everybody that lets you go down there is culpable in a fucking crime. We're not going to do that. We're going back to the West Wing. He grabs the fucking steering wheel and says, take me to the fucking Capitol. His Secret Service detail grabs him, says, bro, we're not going to the fucking Capitol. He apparently slaps that dude in the fucking chest. Small orange hands. He grabbed dude by the throat. He was fighting with the Secret Service. Yes. Because he wanted to go to the Capitol where people were apparently in trees with AR 15s. Damn it. Similar to do something to stop the riot. Hutchinson said the chief of staff replied, you heard him, Pat. He thinks Mike deserves it. He doesn't think they're doing anything wrong. That <laughs> was talking about Mike. They wanted to hang Mike Pence. Yeah. Bro, he was going to let them hang him, bro. Yo. He was okay, yo. When they was yelling him, hang Mike Pence, bro. He was in the Oval Office like, yeah, hang Mike Pence. <laughs> <laughs> like, that shit all of like, because you know he's very influential with TV. TV was his shit. If somebody said something on Fox News, he would say that shit out of his mouth the next day or within the next hour and shit, tweet the shit or something. So, the fact, like, hanging Mike Pence was not a fucking option. It wasn't. Because if you watch the fucking, if you watch the, the, the um, trials, after he tweeted whatever he tweeted, Somebody with a megaphone said they, they he didn't say hang Mike Pence. He said something about Mike Pence. And by the time it got to the the fucking front of the people that was charging, it was hang Mike. It was like the telephone game. The person with the megaphone said something else. And by the time it got to the front of the they was like hang Mike Pence. And when Trump saw that, it was like they gave him the idea. And he was like, you know what? That's a good fucking idea. Hang my crash, yo. Let's live. Yeah. Let's do that. God damn it, man. This is this this whole thing is fucking ridiculous. Um the more I hear about it, the matter I get, because this is this is what America go where we're supposed when we're supposed to go, all right, arrest everybody. Facts, bro. Go arrest everybody. Fuck it. We know they did it. Go arrest everybody. Everybody who was in the White House that day, go arrest them all. Joe, just think about if this was Obama, bro. That's the only thing I would oh, think. Oh, fuck no. They, they would have dropped the bomb on the White Obama, House. Bro, we would, yo, 
we would all know everything that happened because <laughs> everybody would have snitched. Obama and didn't have any by now. Like, yeah. like today, they was like, bro, they have proof that the, the, that Trump is sending messages talking about he sees you. Before they do the deposition, he like, he know you're going to be loyal. He know you're going to be, like, he's watching. Like, this nigga's Jesus. <laughs> like, like, he's watching. He's he's yeah, watching yeah. for you, my child. <laughs> like, going to get reelected is the thing. Because... Well, if you don't go to jail, they're going to reelect. Epic levels. Yeah. If you don't go to jail, they're going to reelect. Like, like Trump and people. If the Sanchez becomes president, they're going to pardon everybody. Right. Yeah. So, meanwhile, what, the next meanwhile, Republican that becomes president, who all this shit that we're going through right now is going to be null and void because they're going to let all that shit go. Here's the thing. We right now we our president right now can't can't ride a bike. But <laughs> uh. we should have known something was up with the metal pedals, yo. Don't nobody <laughs> use metal pedals no more. That was a setup. You know your shoe strings get caught in the metal pedals all the time. That is that is that is a fact. Somebody no. set them up with the metal why, pedals. Why would, yeah, why would you ride? Why would you have toe cages on? Like I, I always looked at that and thought that's dumb. Like those are never good. <laughs> never a good thing. All, all that can happen is your foot gets stuck in them. We have a president that's dumb enough to ride a bike with toe cages. Yeah, that's not no. But the fact that he got one foot down, like he got the left foot down, like. He got the left foot down. But you have the president. You have the choice of every bike known to man, and you pick that one. You pick that one. Yo, I I gotta give it to Trump. Yo, Trump would have never rode a bike in public. (laughs) Never rode a bike. You think Trump could sit on a bike? Have you seen the way that man stands? That's facts. Yeah, that's true. No, I got him. I got him getting on the peloton in the, in the house with nobody else around. I can see him on the peloton. I can't. I don't think he can because the way he's shaped. The only way for his upper body to stay upright is for him to clench his butt <laughs> as hard as he can. Oh. You know those little birds that like dip their nose down into like the little cup and then come back up. That's how Trump's built. Yeah. <laughs> You ain't a fat ass bird. You telling me Trump is like a fat ass bird? Trump, yes. Trump is Trump is what I call a triple B, a badly built bitch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, yeah. the uh, to the sadder news. Uh, according to CNN, weed users nearly twenty are nearly twenty five percent more likely to need emergency care. Lies, lies, lies. Oh, lies. Everything about you just said is lie. That is lie. That is lie. I don't care what nobody says. That's a fucking lie. I told you. Weed ain't never killed nobody. No, just, just because a motherfucker smokes weed and fall down the steps because of good weed don't mean that oh. the weed made him do it. Okay, first of all, uh, th- this information is coming from a guy named Nicholas Vazoris, who is a... Uh, investigator in the division of respirology at the department of medicine at the university of toronto he's never, he's never so he's a canadian 
respirator salesman. <laughs> he's a he's a Canadian doctor of the respiratory uh, for resp- for respiratory issues, right? Yeah. yeah. And he's trying to tell us that after I see the study that says that the coronavirus does not kill people that smoke weed often, you're going to tell me that a disease that attacks the respiratory system and say and weed saves you from that, but weed also is the reason why I go to the hospital? Like, that don't make sense. Like, like you can tell me that weed is the reason why my asthma fucking up, or you can tell me that weed, like, could weed cause me, like, I'm going to tell y'all a true story. I probably would have been the first person weed ever killed. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay, so here's 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 the rub. This is this is kind of what I thought it might be. So here's the here's the details of the study, right? So they looked at thirty thousand Ontario, Canada residents between the ages of twelve and sixty-five. When compared mm-hmm. with people who did not use marijuana, cannabis users were twenty-two percent more likely to visit an emergency department or be hospitalized. Now, the finding held true after they adjusted for like, you know, them people like doing other drugs or alcohol and tobacco. Right. But here's the, here's the part that I find funny. Physical bodily injury was the leading cause of emergency department. It's not the weed. It's the idiocy. What's wrong with these Canadians? Why are they trying to do shit when they're high? Like that's the problem. Yeah, that sounds more like paranoia. Cause that sounds like cause because people that's what we think shit is happening to them all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like I've seen people that called the police and told them that because they ate a weed brownie, they think they did, but they're talking to the police on the phone. Like I've seen that. So yeah, that 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 makes sense. But I I smoke like my favorite my favorite strain of marijuana is. This the strain called XJ13, which is like a mix of Jack Howard and another strain called G13. And together they're fantastic. So the first time I had it, right, I rolled the blunt up and I decided to drive and smoke it, right? And I got in a fast lane, right? And the first time I took, I hit it. Like, I don't know if you ever smoke weed and you ever seen these little tiny red and blue speckles. Like, I all I could see was these red and blue speckles in the fast lane. And I couldn't see. So I kind of drifted into the the media. Uh-huh. And if there was a car there in that median at that time, uh, there's a 100% chance that I would not be here. And there would be a, 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 a court case that says... <laughs> Anything that says United States versus a person, <laughs> that there was definitely going to be a case of marijuana killing somebody, and I was going to be the poster child for not drinking oh, one positive. Oh wow! Hey, hey, we got a we got a, another host <laughs> on. Candice, welcome to the Dak County Podcast. Hello, hello, everybody. Hey. Where's your Everyone's picture? beards are looking glorious today. Hello, gentlemen. How are you? Looking good. Thank you. Thank you very much. I do my best with my beard. Uh, mine's a skimp. You know, I ain't going to lie. You know what I'm saying? You know, you really talk about Joey. Well, sure, yes, you know, he's been, he been stroking it the whole episode. Like, he been like, oh. 
You got, you got a pet it to keep it down. Joey went full lumberjack this week. Facts. <laughs> how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Oh, I was man. telling Joey I had seen your face in at least three or four years. Yeah, so, I just um, so it like the chances are I won't see it again today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm not camera ready today. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, it's, what's up? It's good to hear your voice, though. You don't, you don't have your low hanging swoop neck on today. Okay, no, I don't. Oh, okay. At least you moved us halfway with an avatar picture. We got something. Yeah, at least we can see. At least we can see that scowl. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, well, Joey, why are you not in the studio? Marcus got the one nine again. No, Joey's no, in the studio. I'm in the studio. It's behind me. Oh, uh, you guys changed the angles. Uh, well, you know, we kind of had to because uh, water. Yeah, oh, you ain't hear about the shit storm, Miss Candy. You ain't hear about the shit storm. They had a shit storm. No, I, I know the apartment got flooded or something. Are you guys in a different location? Yes, I'm at, no. my, I'm at, the, I'm at my Hamptons bungalow. Oh and God, hush! <laughs> you you moved the studio from the kitchen to the to the living room. Like, what did you do? And I'm I'm in the studio with more holes in it than there usually are. That's just yes. just <laughs> holes in the wall. I'm gonna get jumped by uh, a fucking possum in any minute now. Oh yeah, there's raccoons in these walls. <laughs> just Holy shit! That, uh, not from outside. Like someone had them as pets. And they're <laughs> that's funny. Oh man! But Joey, Joey, what else is going on, man? Uh, so in Atlanta, two subway workers were shot at for putting too much mayo on a sandwich. Okay. When I first, when you first sent that, I was like, "Who going to shoot at the people that work on the subway?" And I was like, "Wait a minute, that doesn't make any sense." But then it makes total sense because they put too much mayo every time they make a sandwich at Subway. I've never been angry enough to shoot one of the artists at Subway, but I can understand the rage. Uh, now, the Subway workers really appreciate you calling them an artist, first of all. That was pretty sharp. That was That's how you know you're a fat man in all your heart. <laughs> I, love that. You know what I'm I love that. Secondly, you could tell that that personal Subway was not in the hood of Atlanta because every hood subway has bulletproof glass. Yes, yeah, all of them. All of them. So that joint must have been in the bankhead version or the buckhead section of Atlanta because yeah, that person was not protected properly, and that family needs to be compensated because all if right. it was in the hood, that joint would that he would have just hit some glass, and we all would have been right. talking about how. The, the dude that got so much mail accidentally shot himself. We have a video of the of the report from the Fox affiliate here. I want you to pay careful attention to the, what's happening in the scroll during the report. Sorry, this is not a instantaneous process. There it is. Unfortunate. I mean, to this store and was upset that his sandwich. Stadium off Northside Drive. Goodness, Brooks Honor joins us live from the scene with new reaction from one of the owners. Brooke, good morning. 
Good morning to you guys. And this is really just a very tragic and senseless situation that played out here overnight. I want to show you the scene is obviously clear. This happened about eight hours ago. You can still see there is some crime scene tape here uh, near this subway off of Northside Drive. We know police responded right around 630 last night. Now, here's what happened. We spoke to the owner of the subway. and He says a customer came into this store and was upset that his sandwich had too much mayonnaise on it. And that's what led to gunfire here. So he says that two, women, okay. two women were shot. One of them, unfortunately, was killed. I want you to pay attention to what's happening at the bottom of the screen in the scroll right now. A lot of people getting shot in Atlanta. You see where it says <laughs> one dead and triple shooting in Buckhead. And then the, the one before see? that was two employees killed see? at a restaurant in uh, Atlanta. It's like... <laughs> but wait for it. Watch the rest of this scroll. I'm telling you. The other taken to the hospital was taken into surgery. We do not have an update on her condition right now. But the owner also told us that his manager was shot at and his manager managed to return fire at the suspect but did not hit him. He says Wait, right now his Wait what? <laughs> Trying to stab the kids during a house fire? <laughs> <laughs> what? I had to stop the whole like I was watching this article on the and how this is so tragic. If you know, someone was really upset about mayonnaise, that's the whole problem we have with the Supreme Court right now. They could have done that, but instead they're dealing with this. And then I see this in the scroll, and I'm like, why aren't they reporting on this? This is way worse. <laughs> like, hold on one second, hold on. So the mayonnaise shooters. You sure the the children getting stabbed in a house fire? Like, <laughs> like I knew I had to put. That. I was like, hold on, yo, because I know I ain't tripping. I, 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 when it said two children, and mm -hmm. I was like, okay, then, all right, then somebody might got shot, but it was like stabbed in house fire. Like I was like, like by their like, mother. Like that was a lot going on. Like she, she tried to set them on fire, and they was the bitch almost being able to get out. And she was like, "Nah, nigga." Like, <laughs> I don't know why I laughed that hard. You're not gonna go. To, <laughs> you're gonna go quietly in your sleep. Then you're gonna catch this knife. <laughs> like, I, like I, wanna, I honestly, honestly, like I kind of want to read that story. Like now, like when I finish with y'all tonight. I'm probably gonna get off of here and try to figure out what in the entire fuck was that mom picking because that is yeah. That's ridiculous. So, so here's my first thought. I was like, what is going on in the what's with the what's going on in the water in Atlanta? And then literally the next story was three people drown in lake. And I was like, Oh, there's dead people in the water. <laughs> the water's killing people in Atlanta, so everything is fucked up in Atlanta right now. Yeah, Jack. Um, um, that 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 threw me. That threw me for a whole loop. Like, like, like I heard the lady just say that the guy returned fire, and she did. But I really was like, I like, I to myself, I was like, did the kid? I wanted the kids to return the fire, though, because they was not. That was not. That was not supposed to. Like I want to call a story for the scroll. You have to. You can't elaborate. Well, I want to call comics in Atlanta right now and just be like, "Yo, did you hear about the mom that stabbed the kids in the fire? Like, <laughs> like, like, did she start the fire, y'all? Like, I, I feel like inquiring minds want to know. Like, if you really want to know what happened, it says she's accused. If the kids are dead, by who? <laughs> Allegedly, 
allegedly. allegedly. There's so many questions. Yeah, bro. That did they just did they just find her wandering around the house fire with a knife and assumed? Like, like to you, to you, to myself. I'm like, yo, like you have to, like she. To myself, I'm like she either had to, she had to do that before, and then tried to burn the house down. Like yeah. it couldn't have been her burning the house down first, and then her chasing them through the house to to grab them up, and then her then they caught her after that. Like that it had the to be was dead already, and she tried. The way to it was phrased, that math don't math. And, uh, the way it was phrased really made it sound like the she was running around in the house fire with the knife. <laughs> what was she, Jason? <laughs> it definitely was phrased like the stabbing happened during the fire. That's definitely how I was. Like that. Like, I'm like, hold on, y'all. This, this is this is very special. I can't, like like they played it. They what's the game? Uh, they play. Uh, I can't think of the show. I want to say it's the Breakfast Club. They'd be like, "Guess what race it is." <laughs> yes. I don't want to know. I don't want to know if this is a white lady or a black lady because I think it's, it's like she, she wanted to kill him, so she burnt the house down. But that wasn't killing him fast enough, so she's like, "I'm gonna stab these motherfuckers." Yeah, like and then she got away though. Like, how do you stab a motherfucker in a house burning and then get away? Like, like they had Jesus. Those, the those, policemen those. were at the subway. They couldn't come get her. The policemen <laughs> were at the subway. <laughs> because, because they just had a shooting over a sandwich. <laughs> did, did, so, to your point, Chuck, the uh, the uh, the mos don't line up. Like those two mos go with two different groups. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like like burning down the house for the insurance money. Totally some white person shit. Stabbing somebody because they mad. Totally. <laughs> because they didn't die right. Because they didn't die right, you're going to stab them because they didn't die right. Like, you mad because they not dying right, bitch. Like, that's not... No, like, like, white women drown their kids. You know what I'm saying? They don't set their kids on fire. Like that. Oh, my God. That's not how it registered. So I would drive their car into a lake and then say black men stole their car. That's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's, what, that's how, but... That's why I'm like, yo, that's yeah. Yeah, but it's Atlanta, Marcus. They know that they can't get away if they're in if there was the lakes down there. Yeah. Of, they know that lake's gonna take them. Hold on. <laughs> Speaking of killing kids, I'm late. Did y'all already do Roe v. Wade? No, no, we didn't. Yeah, no, we, we need before anybody say anything, because this is the one thing I have to say. Okay. Any man white, black, indifferent that's out here making a decision for any woman's body deserves the biggest fuck you on the planet. That's it for me. So let me just jump in and say everyone is really considering this a war on women but what y'all don't really understand is this is a war on everybody's rights because if women who are financially unprepared to have a baby are forced to have it, then guess who's going to be on child support payments for 18 years? Y'all niggas. So so it's not just the women that are going to suffer because y'all are going to be in financial servitude for almost two decades for this child that no one wanted to have in the first place. And guess what those unwanted kids are going to do when they grow up? Podcast. Vote Democrat. 
that wasn't the right uh, response. Uh, no, that, that yo, no, I, was, the one the one funny thing I will say about it is that I'm definitely investing in Trojan condoms, not even Magnums, Trojan, because little white little white dick boys is about to start trying to get a lot of pussy out of it. Men are about to get caught up. Telling y'all, them when those fucking child support uh, child support payments start hitting y'all, the, y'all are gonna be like, oh, okay, this is not just a women's issue. We gotta do something. Yo, niggas gonna start <laughs> getting castrated. Is... Niggas gonna I... stop. Niggas gonna get their balls snipped. That's what's about to start happening. Dudes about to start walking around, going to go give vasectomies. Niggas, niggas, no, dog. Dudes is no. Or there'll be a, an uptick in uh, stare related incidents. <laughs> that's, that's all I can say is if you, I, I if you saw tell your someone, baby daddy you're pregnant, don't walk past no stairs around it. Marcus, if you just say stare incidents, I hate you so much. That is so I funny. Really can't stand you at all. I already saw someone offering uh, stair pushing services on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> People will still do abortions. Wire hanger services and shit. Wire hanger services. Yeah. So the only thing that I saw something on Twitter and it was a good point is like all you're doing is banning safe abortions because people are going to still get them and now they're going to be dangerous back alley shit where people are going to die. Like you're just banning safe. When you put this law, all you are doing is banning safe abortions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to make it again. They're trying to make America great again. So they're going back to the old ways of things Look, where everything was really? unsafe. They about to take, um, uh, let's see, anesthetics out of the hospitals. Uh, you about to get a real bone oh, back in the hospitals because all those drugs. You can't have these people on these drugs when they go in the hospitals. They're so making it, it's going to be a whole well, goddamn thing. The same day, the same day they they made New York repeal one of their gun laws. About like you can't carry weapons on you in public, mm-hmm. so so we're just trying to increase the number of people so that when we start shooting each other more frequently, it evens out. Yeah, and we stop missing so much. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't hit them. We need you know we need we need more targets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Exactly. From what I understand, the the Republican Party is the the party that's against social services, right? Like welfare, food stamps, things like that. So why are they forcing people to have children that they can't afford if they don't want to provide the social services to help the people financially with the burden of raising those children? Well, like it just doesn't make any sense. Because Candace, the most important part of this is to to Republicans is the incest part. Is the the part where they can have sex with little girls and make them have kids, or the, the part where they moms and or they they dads are out here doing that shit? Like that's the part that like for you to not want that part to to not be a part of it. That like you should there should not be a reason why you feel like that part. Needs to not be in, in it. Long. You know what I'm saying? Like that part, like that part. The 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 little girls that's been raped, that's been that's been molested. Like for you to not want that part taken and, and saved, you're a different. That's why I say men that are making these decisions need a special fuck you because they don't care. About that's what makes me feel like they don't care. It about wasn't all. It wasn't all men, though. 
Talks about yeah, some women that's too. That's true. That's true. They hide, I'm more talking hide, about hide. I'm more talking about it. It was the, it was the women that made it possible because the men alone wouldn't have gotten Trump in office to put all these yeah. crackheads in the fucking Fact. court. Fact. And on top of that, was it, it was it Amy Comey, whatever the fuck? Uh, yeah, she voted against it, and the other two women voted, you know, for the abortion. But she was the was one the who. Clarence Thomas of white women. I just. Oh, I mean, the the problem the problem we look at right now with the whole situation is. A, everybody in the Supreme Court needs to have a have a gap on uh, when the hell they can get out of office. Um, and because you're looking at a generational problem where old, old men are deciding current uh, people's exactly. rights and exactly. And they don't like, live in the same like, time frame we do. People from three generations ago are deciding things for <laughs> modern women. Facts. That's what I'm saying. And even, Ms. K, even looking at it from the perspective of Look at how many Supreme Court justices Trump got to select. Three. Mm -hmm. yes. took, Literally one Marley. third of the court he got to select. That's crazy. That's crazy, bro. And this is I mean, the same person that is that got a coup against America. This the is, same person that tried to keep that tried to stay in office illegally got three. Supreme Court. The same president got that got impeached twice. Got to got choose three no. Supreme Court judges. Wait, he chose three, you, one third of our Supreme Court. He got to choose. Are you telling me you guys think we live in a democracy? Because <laughs> is that delusional? Like this has always been an oligarchy. Like it's yeah, basically. They just no, but but for 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 eight good years they tried to fake us out because. The fact that Obama couldn't get Garland in, if Garland was there, this would have been a little, I feel like this would have been way different. Yeah. It would have been way harder. But the fact that McConnell got them to not take Garland and at the same time rush Comey Byrne through, three. Well, what's the, 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 who's the dumbass that was on the thing and she's like, I thought that they were going to maintain Roe v. Wade. I can't believe it. Yeah, and then Chuck, this is the other thing that's wild. Yes, he chose, he appointed three Supreme Court justices and only in one term. He was only in there for four years and got to pick three Supreme Court justices. That's that's crazy. So fucking he got wild. that spades hand where you have the top three cards. He had, <laughs> he had Big Joker, Little Joker, Deuce. What are you going to do? Like, Not a goddamn thing. If you get, if he got Joker, Joker, Deuce, we just fuck. You know? Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yo, like, like, just to think, just to think that the person that has selected the most Supreme Court justices is supposed to be in jail, right? Like, he was, a, was a one-timer like, with two impeachments, <laughs> and he, oh my God, can you Let's put this blame where it Earlier, Candace, Ob if Obama did this shit. He would be tried for treason right now. Oh, he would have been tried for treason on. Uh... Isn't Trump on trial for something right now? I feel like he's been on trial ever since he got out of office because he did Yo, so much been on trial our entire adult life, Candace. <laughs> <laughs> shouting him out in rap videos. This nigga has been on in court for something. Yeah. 
let's put the blame where it really belongs. So the founding fathers were trying to like create a country, right? And they were like, hey, let's have uh, uh, a government for the people of the people, whatever. And so in 1776, they said, okay, uh, we should have a third of them just be like uh, this whole group that like sits in literal judgment of everybody. Well, how many people should sit in judgment of the 2.5 million people in this country? I don't know. Nine. Nine seems like a good number. No, it wasn't. It was was six. It was six. It was six. It was six. It was six. You can't even say that the forming, because in that forming, we were three fifths of a person. I know. So you can like everything about that shit is just horribly transactionally fucked up. Obama, I mean, uh, Trump was Trump's three Supreme Court justices was a uh, was a summation. I guess that's the good word to use with the glasses of everything that Mitch McConnell. George Bush, his father, Nick, every Republican before him has for 50 years have been trying to get this accomplished. For 50 years. So what? much so they don't have shit to talk about now. They I, can't give I, here's a- what I don't understand is why is abortion even on the table at the Supreme Court? Like it's a medical procedure. That's like the Supreme Court ruled nobody can get root canals anymore. The Supreme it, Court ruled nobody can get their get up uh, get their appendix out. Of, you know what I'm saying? Supreme, like it's, it's why is that even a matter for the Supreme Court? I don't understand. The Supreme the Court is that um, alcohol was in front of the Supreme Court. These well, that's decisions. because of money. They wanted to tax it. What does no, that have to do not. with abortion? No. These are no. these were decisions being made by people. And this is my this is my summation. These are these are decisions being made by people that the government's Christian right does not want to have have any decisions on. Because the only people fighting this fight are the Christians. Are the and Christians. that's the minority that that's the white minority yeah. that has that has it, that took this movement. And made it theirs. Yep. That white usually things come into law because they have something to do with money, right? right? Alcohol was because this was a huge business, and if it was illegal, then it wasn't being taxed. The reason why um, weed is becoming legal in so many states is because it's a huge business. People are smoking weed and selling weed no matter what. The government wants to get their piece; they want it to be taxed. Yep. I, again, I don't understand what abortion has to do with the government. Like, why it's is that even an issue for them? I don't it's a distraction. get it. Uh, it's not a distraction. It it's is. A, it is. And I'll tell you why. It is, and I'll tell you why. Because it's one of the most energizing. It matters, but from a, from the standpoint you're talking about, Candace, when you're talking about actual power, who it actually matters for. They don't honestly. You really believe that these men be, like believe in this from a from a from a fundamental standpoint? Or yes. Is this religious shit. No. Yes. There there's a power struggle happening, and they've been setting it up. Everyone's been talking about Roe v. Wade. That's why they leaked it. They leaked it on purpose because on the same week that they leaked that shit, they made it impossible for you to overturn, to look at, for the Supreme Court to look at new evidence in an appeal. So if you get, a, uh, basically you get convicted in a state, you're fucked. That happened. That's way more damaging. That creates a pathway for fascism. That's way more damaging, way more risking to the entire governmental structure 
than abortion is. As important as abortion is and, and how horrible it is for women, that makes it so that they get someone can get control of the entire government. There's these little things that you don't see happening. This that's, gun that's law that happened this week, way more high risk because it creates pathways for people to own more weapons to get control and maintain control. There's yeah. things shifting to set up fascism and we're being distracted. That's true. That's that part I believe in. But the part the, the part can to me, what Candace is asking is where's the monetary value? It's not about it's power yes. value. But, There's something about money and power. Whenever they jump in and have so much weight and so much uh, enthusiasm behind a subject, it usually has something to do with money in the government's pocket. Right. That's money what, or control. And I see what she's trying to say. Either and, it's money or control. It doesn't necessarily have to do with money. Money or power. Mean. Yeah, but they I want the power so they can control the money. So it's all the same pathway. They use it to yeah. cover up. They use it to cover up big move, subtle, subtle, but big, big moves that, that shift power structure. And even more today, again, same thing happened. They just approved a gerrymandering in Louisiana that like was was banned because of like voter. It was fucking it basically was like, like they were like, this is a racist way to cut this, the state vote. No, it's not. Go ahead with your racism. So Louisiana is fucked. Yeah, they, like, that, that, that has been a. That has been an issue that has really been that that needs more uh, needs more light shined on it. The, yes. the the gerrymandering of districts to where uh, the mine the majority gets to say the minority gets to only speak in the min in the minority's voice. You know what I'm saying? Like the majority. Like they will draw the line so that six Republicans get, but it'll be the same size as one Democratic district. You know what I'm saying? Like they'll cut that. That that has I've seen that recently as a something that people have not really been talking about that that needs more attention. That's I, I'm not saying that that abortion and, and marriage rights and all this stuff's not important. It is. Yeah. But these, these things that people aren't paying attention to are yeah. avenues to lose control of our government permanently. Yeah. And we're not paying attention to it. And it's way scarier. Because yeah. all this That's stuff, true. as quickly as this happened, it all can go back. But if we don't we lose the ability to vote people into office that are going to change things back to the way they were at some point, we're fucked. Or, or we vote for people, and that person gets more votes. But because there is more districts, that well, that's say what I'm saying. That yeah, that 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 is. Yeah, I can see or, that becoming a problem. Or if you but, criticize, they can lock you up. They can convict you of something on some bullshit racket in in a state with some bum fuck kangaroo court shit, and then the Supreme Court's not going to save you. They they made it so that they don't have to. They literally yeah. chosen not to. They're so political prisoners state by state. Hey, Miss Candace, would you be would you be open into Biden adding more justices to the bench? It's like Joey said, where did they come up with the number nine in the first place? Ten would have been like a nice round number. You know what I mean? I yeah. guess they have to have an uneven number so that when they do the vote, there's never a, a tie, I guess. Yeah. But nine is just such a weird number to begin with. 
there are 50 states. Why can't we have one judge from each state? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like the House of Representatives in the Senate, there's, you know, there's enough to represent each state. Nine judges for the whole of a country. That's just no a, not the amount of power they wield because he basically can just decide that things don't mean what they mean. Exactly. Like you're seeing how, how, how free to interpretation things are. And like literally there was a guy calling for them to do Plessy versus Ferguson next. Yeah. Like that yeah. came out of someone's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. This week. And that, that, and not only that, but I can also see them doing. And Clarence Thomas would vote for it. That's what I'm saying. Like, that's himself from his wife. Part. That's the crazy part right there. That's the crazy part. I feel like Clarence Thomas is Jesus's wife. I feel like he got a white Jesus. Oh, like <laughs> he's Uncle Ruckus. No, can, so yeah. can they just so they can just go and overturn any law? So they like that's what I'm asking. Like, can they bring they back the like, What they're doing? I honestly don't doing? know their limitations. So can but they bring they back? Have the Here's how they it have none. They can find any law unconstitutional and write it into law. Any law. The law that held that that's the uh that uh same sex marriage, uh interracial marriage, all the things that we've worked 50, 60 years to try to get that we had to get laws written into, they can take them all away. Now, well, it's there's there's some some degree, right? So there's still some of it that's up to the state. Yeah, what they can do is decide it's gonna be like one one step is what they've done now is. They've made it so that certain states have the ability to outlaw things that they right. couldn't before. They, right. could, they have to take another step to outlaw it federally across the country. And that's going to be a much tougher sell. Yeah. Because that will probably require Congress. Yeah. Oh, okay. so, so this particular ruling is just saying that, hey, any state that wants to outlaw abortion, now you can. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's okay. why that's why several companies have already come out and said they're going to cover travel expenses for their employees to to go get to go out of state to do that if they need to. But and but they, but they are making the the states are making it so that they can punish. Yeah, when you come back, yes, you do, and you could punish the provider. So Wait, how would they know? So I, so, I went on vacation and I came back. How do they know I went and got an abortion? That that part I don't know, but I know if you're from Texas, because what they're trying to do, Mexico, you go to New Mexico where it's it's okay, and they find out it's it's a harbor. The person that called, like they have a tip line for people that call people. That's what it is. It's so what they're trying to what they're trying to do is also pass legislation where they can they can go into your social media. And see mm -hmm. it and check your Google search history. Check your check your uh, those apps that you have, the period tracker apps, all those things to make yeah. sure you. Jesus, what? But, but but Candace, it has to. You got to get in Texas. It's oh a my thing. God! Don't so they have HIPAA right? laws? That is a violation of my privacy for them to go into my medical records. That Again. can't be constitutional. So here's like they gotta they gotta be tipped off in, in Texas. There's a there's a line and they get rewards <laughs> for people to snitch on people. So here's the thing. Texas, we already know, is a fucked place. So here's the deal. <laughs> here's the deal, right? Here's the deal, right? Uh 
I don't think they thought this through because they didn't account for the fact that we went through a pandemic and everybody's working remote now any fucking way. So yep. what's going to happen is all the women are going to move out of these states and then they're going to go and try to ban gay marriage. But gay marriage is going to be the only kind of marriage that they can have because there's not going to be any women around. <laughs> oh, there's yeah, going to be a lot of angry white dudes having... They can overturn like, that if they want. They can overturn yeah. gay marriage too, right? Yep. Yeah, but again, they're going to overturn it for banning in their state. So like, hey, Texas does this fucking shit, right? All the women are like, fuck this, I'm out. Then you just have a bunch of dudes who probably look like me, all angry and wanting to like have sex, but they can't find any women. So they're going to be forced to just like have like angry grunt fucking because they think <laughs> if they're angry about it, then it somehow makes it less gay, but it doesn't. <laughs> what's going to happen is this like the single population will move out of those states so people who are married with kids and they don't mind having other kids within their marriage they why would they not be they can live in texas that's fine it's no, going to be a single population that may or may not want an abortion those people will be moving out of texas but couples attempting to sign that during the 2024 election uh election cycle for them to secede from the union. Yeah. Uh, so, they tried yeah, that a while back, too, didn't they? They tried that like maybe five, ten years ago, I remember. But now they have a majority. When Obama got elected, they sure did. They, sure they have did. a majority Republican um, House down there now. So they're trying to get more things indoctrinated since they have a Supreme Court that's on their side. And so we're looking at the next civil war. That's basically what, you're, what, we're, what we're calling this now. We're, we, Sam, I mean, what is everybody doing what was that? What was that, Chuck? Sam Kelly. Sam Kelly said the same thing to me earlier today that she feel like that everything that they're doing is trying to gear us towards a civil war. Yeah, that's what, that's what we're going toward. We're we're moving. It, 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 it again. I wasn't there uh, during the civil war startup, but it feels like this is the type of shit that would have started all that. All the states not agreeing to something, and they're like, "Hey, I don't." I don't. I want to keep my slaves. You can't keep your slaves. I want to keep abortion. You can't keep abortion. Mm-hmm. All right, fine. Fuck your country. This- I want to keep my guns. You can't keep your keep guns. Your, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. That's not the shit. And it's it's weird because when you say it like that, it gives a it get like you for us for for me from my perspective, this is not a black issue. Hell to the no, it ain't. This is a people issue mm-hmm. I wonder how we're going they're going to politicize this because black women have saved the democracy over and over again black mm-hmm. women have voted and saved our democracy over and over again picking the right person for the job and I think what they're uh, going to be doing is trying to cut their vote out in some way, shape, or form. That's what these that's voting rights. That's, that's what I'm worried about. rights acts and, these, and this gerrymandering is going to end up doing. It is they're going to see where the populations are that are more sympathetic to the Republican plight, and that's where they're going to move. That's going to move to. That's where the gerrymandering is going to start to make the problem worse. So right. then you look up and it's like, okay, well, shit, I voted. For, all these black women are in this one county, and that county only gets two percent of the vote. Why is that when it's eighty percent of the state's population? That doesn't make any damn sense. Mm-hmm. So then you're then you, then that's when we look up and go, oh shit, that shit started. That that's 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 how that all is going to play out. I, I've 
I've thought about it, but then again, I go, okay, we're in a place now where if, we go, into a, if we go into a civil war again, it the world doesn't really want to fuck with that thing that like it used to. Here's, like, here's, a, there's no side to take on this shit. Here's, <laughs> here's the side that you have to be on to turn the tides, right? You got to be willing to sit it out and make the other guy be the seceder. Whoever stays with the union will have military advantage because there's 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 people in the military who are going to be loyalists to the flag, right? Mm-hmm. So, and and here's the thing: if we can force like Texas to secede, um. They're too stupid to fucking do anything successfully on their own. Look at those dumb fucks in Idaho that got arrested last week in a U-Haul. Like these dumb, these motherfuckers aren't smart. They already tried the coup. Like these fucking weekend warrior dumbasses aren't aren't gonna do nothing if they're. But just think about it. Think about just think about gerrymandering. Just when you think about gerrymandering, just for a second, think about what the electoral college is. It's it's just a gigantic gerrymandered system. (laughs) Shit, yeah, because what Gore got more votes, Clinton, Hillary Clinton got more every, votes. Every single, yeah, it, they would lose every time if it was by by majority. So all the gerrymandering is is a model of the electoral college that needs to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, and if we, we need, it, we need to be discerning and go, hey, this guy probably shouldn't be president. Trump was there the are, there are things we need. We need J. Cole said this shit so right. We need apps. We need apps to show where our money goes. We need fucking if if I if I send if if I get if, if you take 18% out of the taxes of my pay or whatever you're taking out of my pay, I want in my paycheck to see where my money went. Uh fucking infrastructure, fucking healthcare, like. The things that, like, we have to make the things that we need visual, like, make it visual, make it so that we see it, we see the progress of it. Because right now, all we're doing is putting our faith in a bunch of motherfuckers that really don't have our best interests at heart. They don't. Pretty sure. They're worried about pleasing the companies and stuff because capitalism. This is what happens when you let capitalism run unchecked. Well, once this right. thing topples, <clears throat> once this thing all topples down and everybody's broke again, uh, we'll 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 reassess because uh, that that's what I look for. I'm looking for the Mad Max world. Uh, <laughs> I'm, ready, I'm ready. I'm ready to be the fat man on the hill with all the water. Yeah, uh, with my little midgets <laughs> screaming. Yeah, <at> yeah. Because <laughs> that is that is what that is what we are turning the shit into. I blame. Uh, no, no, no. I blame everybody who like has been rooting for this dystopian shit. This is all y'all fault. Y'all been drawing that energy at us instead of like hoping. No, we could have been like had Star Trek. We could have gone that route. Everybody wants to go. Oh, I'm gonna plan for the because they got everyone got all bitter about fucking cell phones when they didn't know how to use them and they, they felt like they were left behind. So they're like, oh, you know what? You're not gonna know how to do nothing when the grid falls. And then they started wishing for the grid to fall, and that's where <laughs> we're headed. Huh? Yeah, we're, we're headed I mean, towards zombie uh, apocalypse nonsense idiots. What's the what's the what's the movie with uh where uh 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 the guy that moves is that's in the Bumblebee commercial that's in the Honey Nut Cheerios commercial with the president and uh, <laughs> Idiocracy. 
okay. Oh, yeah. Terry Crews, yeah. We're turning to we're turning to idiocracy, bro. Where where <laughs> people are gonna be people are gonna be uh using surge, old surge as <laughs> as fertilizer. And we all gonna be in famine because our president is stupid, not dumb enough to understand that water grows plants. Like we're going, to, we're about to lose it all, yo. We're, we're, you know we're, funny? Oddly enough, I think The Rock's the only person likable to get people to like agree on anything. Like I feel like if he ran for president, everybody would just go with whatever he wanted to do. Shut you. The Rock and Tom Brady, Tom Brady too. Like nah, Tom, Brady Tom Brady get everybody to do it, whatever he wants to. Nah. If, the, if the Rock and Tom Brady had a ticket, Tom, um, no. that, gets, that gets everybody. Everybody's too polarizing. Because like there's there's for, for every for every two or three people that think that are like, oh, he's the goat. There's a person like me who's like, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. As a, as a Montana fan, yeah. You're a hater. He'll get the MAGA crew. He'll get the MAGA crew. Yeah. The Rock will get everybody, and he get the MAGA crew because. For some reason, Trump loved them. Like Trump loved them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First of all, he's a he's a Trump guy. Second of all, he ain't never done nothing by himself. He had the NFL's greatest coach, and he's had a, and he went to then he, then he left there and went to an All Pro roster. And and uh, is he a, hey, Joe, are people... you a Dolphins fan? A Ravens fan? Maybe like what is going on there? That is super salt, bro. Like. Uh, like I love, I love me some Montana. And here's, here's, here's what I'm speaking. I'm not speaking from Salt. You know why? Because I'm a Giants fan. We beat him twice. I ain't got no okay. salt. I know that he's. I know that he's overhyped. I've seen him oh. fall. I've seen him. I've seen him bleed. Oh no, you mad because you because Eli Manning beat him twice, and you know Eli Manning is some shit. So <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that, that means that means he can't be that good then. That's true. Okay, that's what you said. Oh man, Joey! I'm not mad. I'm not mad. All I'm right, now we got. We, it looks like we got to the end of the show, Joe. I think we did. Yeah, man. It's yo, been a fun all right, yo. I love it's y'all, man. Great time, man. We Chuck, missed out on some wild shit. We didn't get. We didn't get to the Geico store. <laughs> oh, the SCD chick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't want insurance on my car no more because I fuck in my car a lot. <laughs> I can't have that shit. You can only get an STD if you butt naked in a car. Just pull your pants down. We'll do it outside. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm, I got, I got, I, I'm, I'm a, I'm a car sex veteran. So I have blankets. I keep blankets in my car. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I got, I got a little Sentra too. I got a nice Sentra. So you know what I'm saying? And Mark, you know we big brothers. You know what I'm saying? I know how to, I know how to move in that thing. You know what I'm saying? Get comfortable. I know how to make it so it don't shake when we in the public. You know what I'm saying? I <laughs> Five percent ten on my windows, you know what I'm saying? So you really don't know what's going on. You think I'm in there dancing and shit. You know what I'm saying? It should be great. Hey, I feel you on that, man. That's that's the thing. That's the that's the move right there. That's yeah, the car sex is great sex, especially the side of the road sex. Like you uh, just riding it going a long distance, and like all of a sudden shit just pop off, and you like, ooh, you just pull over and shit. That shit, ooh, put the hazards on it. Oh. <laughs> Oh man, Chuck, where can people find you on the internet, man? Man, you can find me at Chuck Best Laughs. That's with two S L A F F S. Chuck Best Laughs on IG. Uh Chuck Best on Instagram. My little I mean I'm on Facebook. And uh I think I'm Chuck Best Laughs on Twitter too. So yeah. 
Once you put put pull, pull up Chuck Bass, you you gonna find me. Awesome, man. Awesome. I'm, Joe, the, only I'm the only black one. I'm the, the only, only black, black Chuck Bass. Yeah. Gotcha. Joey, where can they find you at, man? Uh, as always, at Low Faro Comedy. Okay. And at uh, Comedy Shows Near Dot Me on Instagram. Awesome, awesome. And you can find me at djmarquez.comedy on Instagram, Facebook, uh, IG, Twitter. I'm all over the place doing things in the DMV. Again, Comedy Shows Near Me this Thursday. Open this mic. Thursday. Bria, Bria Badu is opening. Okay. Todd Fleming is is featuring, and Tommy Simbadozo is headlining. We have stacked oh, this gonna be a crazy ass night. That's going to be a crazy night. I'm I'm going up after some of the funniest people I've had on this podcast. Use promo uh, code dot comedy. Get your tickets now and go see this show, or you're going to be mad that you didn't. Yeah, you're going to mad you missed this one, man. This going to be a good one. Uh, DJ Marks again will be performing at the the open mic immediately following the uh, the comedy shows near me show. Uh, again, that that deserves a DJ Flex bomb. You need to drop a bomb on it. <laughs> yeah, oh, man. But we will see you all next time with more fun and more thrills on me. Oh. oh, programming note we won't be here next week. Yes, we will not be in. We will not be in next week. Um, that's right. It's a federal holiday, if I'm not mistaken. It is, it is, it is Candace August's birthday. Yes, so we will be. We will be happy birthday, Candace. Candace's 64th birthday. Uh, we want to make sure we get her the uh, the golden package at the Golden Corral. Uh, so we're <laughs> taking <laughs> off next week in order to celebrate her. Uh, I love you, Candace. DJ Marcus, Joey LaFaro, Candace August, Chuck Best. We'll see you next time, folks, on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Okay.